This administration has often criticized Republicans when they go to the border and hold similar press conferences and saying that they're doing publicity stunts and photo ops. So how is this any different? Oh, they are turning this into a political stunt by listening uh, to Donald Trump and saying that they need to kill it. This is what they've been doing uh, and making it political. Ah, cringe. Cringe lives up to her name every day, doesn't she? She, uh, the raggedy Ann of the White House podium. Yeah, those darn Republicans, they're the ones that broke the border. And and you see an actual reporter yelled a question at Joe Biden yesterday asking whether he bore any responsibility for the murder of Lake and Riley. Did you see his response? I have it for you. He's not a good president, is he? He's a terrible, horrible president. It really doesn't matter for how long you have been alive. He is the worst president of of your lifetime. You could be 140 years old, and Joe Biden is the worst president ever. He went to the southern border yesterday, to the least busy place along the southern border. We have a news media that's telling us he did a great job. At the, and that the economy's a freight train. And that war is peace. I think George Orwell warned us about this time. And here it is. Pretty remarkable. The funeral for uh, Lake and Riley, who was murdered by an illegal alien from Venezuela, waved into the country by Joe Biden and the Democrats. Uh, and uh, the funeral today in Woodstock, Georgia, a town that I know well, at 2 p.m. Eastern time with uh, various events prior to the 2 p.m. Uh, funeral itself. And uh, the murderer, Jose Ibarra, who Joe Biden waved into the country and the Democrats. Uh, you know, Jose has a brother in Atlanta also, Diego Ibarra. And Diego Ibarra has been arrested at least three times since he came in illegally. And uh, he was deported once and came back in because we have an open border. And the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, lied to us and tell us, oh, no, the border's never been no sec- more secure. It's, uh, it's great. I don't know how many people have to be murdered by illegal aliens, but I guess we'll find out, won't we? Uh, remarkable stuff. And uh, Lake and Riley, you know, we should have a million people outside the White House shouting, say her name, say her name. When the, Remember when the lefties say her name after uh, some Democrat shot at the police serving a warrant a legal warrant at at a home because of drug charges, and uh, and they shot a police officer. And when the police shot back, they uh, they killed a woman living in the house. And the Democrats made a hero out of her. They made a hero out of George Floyd, a career criminal, career felon, and uh, ex-convict, repeated ex-convict, and uh, drug addict, fentanyl, methamphetamine. He's the hero of the Democrat Party. Lake and Riley, they spit on her grave. They could care less about Lake and Riley. They're more in bed with, uh, uh, they could uh, legally, uh, 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 literally rather, uh, if they could be in bed with Jose Barra, I think they might be. Pretty remarkable stuff. Also, speaking of communists, uh, the funeral of Alexei Navalny is taking place today in Moscow. They couldn't get a hearse driver to show up to transport his body because commies, because this is what commies do to any society. And Vladimir Putin is a communist, although the New York Times called him a conservative but never mind that. And uh, a liberal on my television show on Newsmax said he wasn't a communist, too. Not a communist. Career KGB colonel. Not a communist. Wants to uh, reconstitute the Soviet Union. Not a communist. Lefties and the truth. Uh, there is no relationship there at all. 
Quite remarkable stuff. Remarkable. And did you see Joe Biden, Joe Biden at the border? They did bring out a, a group of Border Patrol officers that were behind him, and it looked like they were dragged there at gunpoint. I was uh, trading texts with friends of mine last night, and they said, before I had seen the video, and they said, hey, have you seen this video? It looks like uh, the, the Border Patrol agents were being held hostage. The looks on their faces, their body language, they were being forced to stand behind Joe Biden and be used as props, knowing that Joe Biden has destroyed their mission and is destroying the United States of America because, you know, this is the fundamental transformation of America that Barack Obama promised, and he also warned us that we all better learn to speak Spanish because they had big plans in mind, didn't they? They had big plans in mind. Uh, so we've got the uh, Lake and Riley funeral in Woodstock, Georgia today. In Moscow, we have the Alexei Navalny funeral. And these two funerals have something in common. And it uh, there's a communist running the show in Russia, in Moscow. And there's a leftist running the show, a sock puppet for the hardcore left in the United States of America. And they're doing everything they can to demolish the United States of America as we know it. Uh, and, wait, there's more since we're talking about communists and the Democrat Party and destroying America. We have a couple of extremist radicals, members of the squad. The Democrat Party really is the party of extremists and radicals, the party of murder and carjacking and so on. But Ilhan Omar, who is a certified jihadi, she has her jihad card, and Pramila Jayapal, extremists, anti-American radicals, they, um, they launched a secret trip. It was a secret to communist Cuba as members of Congress, and they went down there to suck up to the communist totalitarian murderers who jail all of their political enemies. Hey, wait a minute. In Moscow, they jail their political enemies, and then, you know, they die mysteriously, but not so mysteriously, in a uh, gulag style prison north of the Arctic Circle. And uh, gosh, and in, in communist Cuba, they jail their political enemies. And here in the United States of America, in, in Nicolas Maduro's Venezuela, which people are fleeing, people flee Cuba if they can too, risk their lives to get out of there. And uh, Democrats like Pramila Jayapal and Ilhan Omar think that it's a, a paradise of some kind because they love totalitarianism. You know, it's slavery. It's modern-day slavery, and the Democrat Party is the party of slavery of yesteryear, and they're the party of slavery in the future, too, because they're the left. Um, worry about the grandkids, because uh, we're in a very bad place. But um, they, uh, Ilhan Omar and Pramla Jayapal, they went down to praise the communists in Cuba who jail their political enemies. In the United States, the Democrats jail their political enemies. They're trying to jail Donald Trump, their chief political enemy. He's on our side, the side of America, the United States, of Americans, of the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, of, of freedom-loving people everywhere. He is occasionally uncouth, but that's not his most important characteristic. Uh, and this extraordinary trip by Ilhan Omar and Pramila Jayapal to come, a secret trip, no less, um, and then we found, and at taxpayer expense, and they're down there sucking up to totalitarian communists that kill and jail their political enemies, just like Vladimir Putin. Um, these people are not Democrats. They are, you know, not in the uh, traditional and classical sense, not even close. It's pretty extraordinary stuff. But I'll share with you the, uh, the developments there, and I have some audio for you of Ilhan Omar uh, and also of Nicole Meliotakis, who who comes from escaped Cuban stock, 
kind of important, very important stuff. And, uh, you know, we have a number of members of Congress who are of Cuban descent, and I work every day with, uh, with Mercedes Schlapp, who also comes from a, uh, a Cuban-American family. Her parents escaped the commies there as well. But the Democrats love slavery and jailing political enemies and, and uh, you know, lots of crazy stuff going on. So we've got, uh, we've got that for you because, because Democrats, I am telling you. Congressman Carlos Jimenez is another one, a Republican from Florida, Cuban stock. Uh, not too amused with the secret communist trip of Ilhan Omar and Pramila Jaipal, who should be expelled from Congress and probably handcuffed and jailed, as they would do to their political enemies. Just, you know, what goes around comes around, as they say. So we've got, uh, we've got that for you. Also, President Trump has renamed, has renamed Joe Biden. He's got a new nickname for, uh, for Joe Biden. And he kind of lifted it, and he said, and it's uh, funny, he told, he told up on stage at the podium, he said what he's done. He kind of poached his own nickname for Hillary, and he's transferred it over to Joe Biden. So I've got that for you today, and that's pretty, uh, that's pretty funny stuff. The, uh, the Democrats, boy, are they not on our side. They, they open the borders, then we've got the Venezuelan crime wave and the illegal alien crime wave, murders, rapes on children, and all this stuff. And the news media doesn't care. They attack Republicans. Amazing stuff. Also, Hunter Biden, the Hunter Biden transcript from his Capitol Hill uh, hearing the other day, it was a closed-door hearing, has been released, and our filthy news media is just lying about it like like professional psychotic liars. It's truly incredible the way that they're lying to us. Uh, Amazing, amazing stuff. So we got that. Yeah, Yeah, Joe Biden was down there. He was, uh, you know, remember he said he was going to unify the country when he came in? And uh, yesterday he was down there calling Republicans Neanderthals. He was calling Republicans Neanderthals. In the meantime, President Trump, and he went to the least busy place along our southern border when it comes to his illegal aliens crossing. Uh, I said yesterday, I think that, you know, I thought that when he went down to the border, he might go to the Mexican side. He might actually not go to the American side of the U.S.-Mexico border. He might go to the Mexico side and hand out gift baskets and green cards and your daughter's address because... Boy, are they not on our side. Amazing stuff. Now, he didn't end up going to the Mexico side of the border, but he should. He'd be more welcome there because he may be on uh, the side of the cartels. He's definitely on the side of the cartels. The cartels love him. He's making the Mexican drug cartels very happy, and he's making them billions of dollars. They continue to murder thousands of people, and they have systemic rape and all that. But you know, but that's your, uh, that's your Democrat Party's program. Uh, so I've got uh, good stuff for you on that. You know, uh, Joe Biden, with his 94 executive orders, undoing all of the border security measures taken by President Trump and the Trump administration, was the, uh, you know, sounding the alarm, putting the bat signal in the sky for every illegal alien and every gang member out of Venezuela and every cartel member to come into the United States and to maraud around the country in New York and Chicago and, and in Washington, D.C. and beyond. Uh, the Democrat Party needs to be removed from power if the United States is going to survive. Did you see the White House is now <clears throat> the White House is now referring to illegal aliens by a new name. The the new word that they have for illegal aliens is newcomers. Now they're calling Venezuelan gang members from the prisons in Venezuela that were emptied out by socialist hero Nicolas Maduro. Uh, and all the gang bangers have been sent to the United States, and he's not taking anybody that we would deport 
Now, I think President Trump would change the math on that lickety split. That had changed very, very rapidly. But we are being kicked around like a schoolgirl at a Taliban picnic uh, on the world stage because of Joe Biden. And there will be more murders and more sexual assaults of children, more drug trafficking, more drug deaths, because Joe Biden is in charge, and that's what the Democrats want. That and more carjackings and more looting, more shutting down businesses in your area, because these people aren't liberals, they're the left. How many times do I have to say it, honestly? Uh, so the left is, uh, uh, look, all my life, the left, commies, have been a uh, disease uh, loose on the planet. But we didn't always have them here, and they didn't have the Democrat part. We always had small numbers of lefties rioting and, you know, uh, killing cops and robbing Brinks cars and plotting revolution and so on. But there were tiny numbers. Well, those tiny numbers, and, you know, uh, Barack Obama palled around with them. Those terrorists, William Ayers and Bernardine Dorn and so on, they love cop killers. They hate cops. This is your Democrat Party today. You can vote accordingly as you see fit. I'll leave it up to you. But uh, just uh, just amazing stuff. Um, and Joe Biden yesterday calling Republicans Neanderthals. Is that what it was, Jeff? We have Jeff Wolf in today. Michael Piercy had to take the day off and is not with us today. But, uh, boy, yeah, Neanderthals, those Neanderthals. And he's talking about global warming, also known as climate change, at the southern border, as though that has anything to do with anything. But they're pretending, a lot of these left-wing radical lunatics, that uh, people are fleeing their beephole countries because of the weather, because of the climate. Now, these are countries where millions of Americans go on vacation because of the weather, because of the climate. But uh, these people, these gang members, are fleeing these beephole countries that we go uh, to to vacation on the beach because the climate is so bad. The climate is terrible. This is what Joe Biden is selling and the Democrats are selling. If you buy it, if you buy that, you need a brain scan. Why do the Democrats riot because George Floyd died of heart failure while resisting arrest as he was being taken into custody for yet another felony. With fentanyl and methamphetamine coursing through his veins, they burned too many cities to list here. But Lake and Riley, they could care less about. What does that tell you about the Democrat Party? We are at 888-630-9625. We got a whole lot of other stuff for you, too. Boy, we got a lot of stuff. Catherine Herridge update. More corrupt leftyism. And uh, mayhem, mayhem, mayhem. 888-630-9625. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. You know, um, 
The White House has started calling illegal alien gang members released from prisons in Venezuela. They call them newcomers. They call them newcomers. Joe Biden has not mentioned the name Lake and Riley, whose funeral is today, 22-year-old nursing student murdered by an illegal alien from Venezuela that Joe Biden invited into the country. But President Trump has called her family. Joe Biden is not on our side, and his brain is dead. Other than that, he's, uh, you know, a perfectly typical Democrat president. Uh, Let's take a a phone call, Jeff. Let's go to Jim calling from Naperville, Illinois. Jim. Jim. Hey, well, we're having a technical problem. Uh, we're not going to be able to go there right now because we're having a technical difficulty. So uh, give me a minute there. We're uh, sorting things out. As I mentioned, Michael Pierce, he is out today. And we are uh, we got and we had a couple of other d- technical difficulties today as well. So uh, my apologies, but we'll straighten that out. Lickety split. We'll straight, straighten it out in no time at all. Yeah, remarkable stuff. The, um, the wave of illegal aliens and the crime wave associated with it, and Nicolas Maduro emptying his prisons, and President Trump yesterday talking about prisons being emptied in Congo and uh, prisoners from Congo coming across our southern border and, and so on. Uh, remarkable, remarkable stuff. Are you saying we're uh, going to go? Well, we're almost out of time, but let's go. Let's go. I think Jim has a pretty quick point. Let's go to Jim calling from Naperville, Illinois. Jim, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, Jim, 100% of uh, what? Are you there? Yes, sir, I am. All right. 100% of illegal aliens have criminal records, and some are much lengthier than others. Many are much lengthier than others. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need to, to address it. They have to be rejected at the border. You know, unlike that uh, Cuban uh, uh, that uh, pilot that the, who brought a, us a MiG-23 back in the early 90s, I think it was, <laughs> and then flew back in a 310 to go get the rest of his family in, in a daring move. And, and that was a true asylum seeker, not what these people are, not these criminals today. Well, you're 100% right. You escape a communist country, which the Democrats uh, think are so wonderful, communist countries. Uh, and you bring us a MiG, that's, uh, that's helpful, too. That's appreciated. Uh, but you're right. And, um, and what you're saying is they cross our border illegally. That's, that is a crime. That is against the law. So every illegal does have a criminal record. They begin by committing a crime. This is the Chris Plant Show. Now, we know, of course, uh, the history of the Democratic Party is an awful, horrible racist history. The history of racism in America is really the history of the Democrat Party. Firing in Fort Sumter, Jefferson Davis, the Confederate States of America, Nathan Bedford Forrest, the White Knights of the KKK, Senator Robert Byrd, colleague of Joe Biden, founder of the KKK in West Virginia, didn't exist there before Joe Biden's buddy Robert Byrd, uh, squinty-eyed, exalted cyclops of the Democrat Party and the KKK. It's a, a dual hat role, as they say. And, of course, every Jim Crow law and the soft bigotry of low expectations and the school-to-prison pipeline and the 40% African-American abortion rate, which is genocidal. Well, they scream, no genocide in Gaza. 
because they're pro-Hamas and they're anti-Semites. They've mainstreamed anti-Semitism in the United States of America as never before. It's an extraordinary thing to see. And, of course, they're anti-white and uh, critical race theory and diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, these are all racist practices that the left, the Democrat Party, brings to the dance. And uh, this is true of the left worldwide. It has been for a very long time. They're racist. They're murderers. They're, nobody's murdered more people than the left in the history of the world. And they only started in 1917. Uh, and, the, boy, they've outpaced everybody. Radical Islam, pikers compared to the left. But there is another crazy story because, you know, they're on the loose everywhere, I got to say. Fox News story. London Play. That's a city in England for Democrats losing it. And they're gonna, they have plays. They have a theater district there. London Play will have all black audience nights. You're going to have all black. There are no white people. Uh, nobody. I don't know if you're like an Indian. What does that mean if you're from India? A lot of people from India. What if you're from... Uh, the Middle East, and you're an Arab, can you go? No, it's all black. It says all black audience. Now, this is the audience. It's not like they're going to see Hamilton, and the cast is all black, absurdly, uh, which, you know, Hamilton is, is an absurdity, but, but and they just love it because they're guilty white liberals. They know that they snuff out 40% of the black population, and, and they try to suck up to people who are black, but never mind that. London Play will have all black audience nights to allow experience, quote, free of the white gaze, Free of the white gaze. Um, the, uh, they love abbreviations. How about GFY? Does GFY ring a bell? Because uh, a London play is inviting an all-black identifying audience to two upcoming showings in a decision that the playwright has claimed is intended to open up the performance to groups that do not traditionally feel welcome in a theater setting. But like uh, suicide bombers, self-immolators, who doesn't feel, you know, if you don't feel comfortable in a theater setting, don't go to the theater. This is Western civilization. You've got free will. In other circles, it would be illegal and racial discrimination. See, in other circles, it would be a, a senior Tory member of parliament told the Daily Mail in the United Kingdom. I don't understand why this isn't. The Tories are the more conservative. The playwright, Jeremy O. Harris, told BBC Sounds, that's uh, one of the BBC's things, suckling on the taxpayer teat, of course, that he was so excited, he's so excited, he just can't uh, hide it, to open up ticket sales only to people who identify as black. Now, I think that means Rachel Dolezal could go, doesn't it? She identifies as black. She's whiter than me by a long shot, but she identifies as black because she's a Democrat. And they're apparently all mentally ill. It's an extraordinary thing. So uh, anybody who identifies as black on July 17th and September 17th, kind of far apart, don't you think? Uh, maybe it should be more black-friendly dates. What's with 17? Don't you know the racist history of the number 17? See, the report in the Daily Mail said just uh, July 17 and September 17. Those are the only, you know, black only you have to identify as black. It's a necessity to racially invite them, to racially invite them. Uh, in with initiatives that say you're invited, specifically you. I don't feel invited. Whatever the play is, I don't want to see it, racist. How about that? And, you know, no white people should go see it. Only black people, should, they should, like, the theater should be empty at all other times. 
because they've mainstreamed anti-Semitism, not just in the United States, but around the world. Did you see the attack at UC Berkeley? Uh, with uh, they invited an Israeli to speak to Jewish students at Berkeley who were feeling threatened, and a mob of hundreds of left-wing anti-Semites attacked the uh, what was going to be a speech, a session, a Q&A, and hundreds, and they smashed out the front door, the glass front door, and stormed the place uh, like the Nazis that they are, like the little brown shirt, armband-wearing fascists that they are. And you know how they self-describe, Jeff? As liberals. They self-describe as liberals. It's true. They use the words, but they don't know what they mean. Just amazing stuff. So uh, specifically you, and, and uh, you know, you, only, you can only come if you're black. I, uh, I just don't, uh, you know, but this is, this is considered to be enlightened. It's the opposite of enlightened. It's considered to be liberalism. It's the opposite of liberalism. It's considered to be racial equity. It's the opposite of racial equity. It is dangerously divisive. It's psychotic. It is, I mean, they are the biggest racists at the dance. And and they go around calling everybody else racist. And that's why they have to have black only. <laughs> like, look, these are the same people that have black only graduation from Harvard University, which until very recently had a president who was a devout anti-Semite, still is, and a plagiarist, but never mind that. And uh, they have mainstreamed anti-Semitism in the United States in ways that that I've never seen. I don't think anybody's ever seen in the United States of America, uh, and and they've mainstreamed racial division and racism just like they did when they were the Confederate States of America and they were lynching people for the color of their skin. You know, the Democrats, that's the, the true history of the Democrat Party. Boy, oh boy. It isn't the first time this has occurred, London Theater, according to a website about the blackout initiative begun by Harris after he wrote Slave Play, Slave play. You know, the British inflicted slavery on North America. Uh, We did away with it. We started doing away with it in 1777 when we banned banned, uh, slavery in uh, Vermont. I think it was Vermont, 1777, but never mind that. It is the the purposeful creation of an environment in which an all-black identifying audience, which is slippery left-wing lunatic language, can experience and discuss an event in the performing arts, film, athletic, and cultural spaces, free from the white gaze. Well, I know a lot of gay people go to the theater, but, you know, why are you discriminating against white gays? Why is it just white gays that go to the theater? Oh, wait, I'm sorry, it's G-A-Z-E. It's G-A-Z-E. It's the white gays. Now I see. They're not worried about white gay people. They're worried about white people looking at them. That's it. Because, you know, they're racists. That's why. A concept birthed by slave play playwright Jeremy O. Harris. The inaugural blackout night took place on September 18th, 2019. Why wasn't the 17th racist? Honestly, for the first time in history, all 804 seats of Broadway's Golden Theater were occupied by black identifying audience members like Rachel Dolezal in communion. Celebrate, it's a religious term, in communion. Celebration and recognition of Broadway's rich, diverse, and fraught history of black work. You know, join us here in the 21st century, all right? Come on, you guys, honestly, I was mocking this the other day on my uh, show on Newsmax, television show on Newsmax, 10 o'clock on the East Coast. 
And uh, I say, you know, these people love waking up in the in the 18th century or whenever it is they wherever it is that they live in their paranoid, wretched little uh, uh, self-destructive existences. Uh, I said, every now and then I wake up and I'm living in the Roman Empire. I love the Roman Empire. And so if I'm going to do time travel, why would I go to the, you know, the 18th century? I think I'm going to go to Roman times. That's probably better, better, better suited for me. That's what I think. But that's your Democrat Party. And that's in the, you know, it's and the guy did his thing and the, he's an American and they got it in London, uh, bringing racial, Democrat Party racial division to London. Thanks very much. Mm-mm-mm. Just amazing stuff. Yes, sir. You're a Democrat Party. Aren't they amazing? Also, the Fox News people today, Stephen A. Smith. You know Stephen A. Smith? He's pretty annoying. Uh, Stephen A. Smith scolds Joe Biden for pushing racial tropes after fried chicken dinner with a black family. Remember this? I talked about this here, too, uh, well ahead of Stephen A. Smith. But he was on uh, Stephen A. Smith on uh, Sean Hannity last night. And President uh, Biden did go because he's, you know, bringing racial unity everywhere he goes. And the White House set up a meeting going over to the home of a black family, and he brought uh, fried chicken for everybody. And that's fine because he's a Democrat, and they're just the party of, you know, everything bad. Everything bad, all the racial stuff, because Democrats. And they get away with it because our news media is so corrupt. If any Republican did any of this, they would be crucified, burned at the stake. They would be murdered quickly. Absolutely crazy. But, you know, you're, you're Democrats. They've got to, they live by a different standard. Two parties, two standards, no waiting, no waiting. And they got commies everywhere. Honestly, when Ilhan Omar... Um, and these, oh, you got, they got Rashida Tlaib. She's a, just a, a, a lunatic jihadi. But you've got uh, Ilhan Omar, a um, lunatic member of the, the what do they call it? You got the Congressional uh, Progressive Caucus and the squad, the squad, and Premla Jayapal, radical extremist from the state of Washington. Democrats vote for these people, and they went to Cuba to suck up to communism. Well, yeah, I've got a little bit of audio for you. I'll share with you when we get to that uh, when we get to that stuff. But right now, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to let's go to Matthew calling from Johns Island, South Carolina. Sounds very nice. Never been there, Matthew. You're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Matthew, I I have my eyes closed. So I don't cast my white gaze upon you. I appreciate that. Uh, it's a very profound yeah. sacrifice that you're making, and I am deeply appreciative. Thank you. I stubbed my foot. However, I had a question. Why has nobody in Congress drafted legislation that says that any country that knowingly empties their prisons and sends them to the United States receives no more funding from our government? (laughs) Um, Well, uh, I I would go even further than that, I think. Uh, I think any country that empties their prisons, Castro did this in Cuba in the 1980s, we got uh, the movie Scarface out of it and the uh, Cuban crime wave. But I would say that, uh, and, and you're on to something here for sure, and some Republican uh, should do something someday uh, that would be really good for the country and make a statement. And, they, you know, they are politicians. They could even engage in politics. But a bill that uh, says if you empty your prisons and send them to the United States, we will economically destroy you. 
We will choke you to death on the world stage. We will, and, and you know, Nicolas Maduro is not accepting flights or ships or any anybody that we seek to deport back to Venezuela uh, after he emptied his prisons. Uh, he is not accepting any anybody deported from here. But you're absolutely right, Matthew. The, the Republicans should um, uh, put up a bill saying that we will we will choke to death Venezuela economically. Uh, and Nicolas Maduro must be declared to be a, we should bring him to the International Criminal Court at The Hague and indict him on a whole range of charges. Uh, but Republicans don't seem to be very good at politics, do they, Matthew? No, they don't. And, you know, the actual definition of sending somebody that you know to be dangerous, that is going to commit crimes, that are going there, is, is actually the definition of terrorism. And how should we treat countries that engage in terrorism against us. I think Donald Trump might send in uh, Delta Force to grab Nicolas Maduro and uh, push him out of a plane with a parachute, of course, over the Hague. Uh, And he really should be on trial. You're absolutely right. I am really glad that you called in with this. I should have thought of this myself. Anytime I hear a brilliant thing like this, Matthew, I say, why didn't I think of that myself? I should have thought, thought of that myself. Well, like, I just finished I just finished my taxes on the February 15th extension, so I just stroked the government a check, and I said, my money is going towards funding illegal immigration that are sending us criminals. Wow. you uh, that, is, uh, that is profound. We were working on taxes at our house yesterday, too, and it's an ugly process, isn't it? And, and, uh, and you're right. Look at what we're paying for when we pay our taxes this year, uh, paying lots and lots of taxes. And what are we paying for? We're paying to fund radical extremist Democrat Party plans to destroy the United States of America by overwhelming us with illegal alien criminals from all over the world by shipping them all over the country uh, and uh, into our schools, uh, forcing kids out of schools so that uh, so many illegal aliens can can be put up there. Matthew, you just started something there. Um, You are 100% right. And we've got, you know, we've got hundreds of elected Republicans in Washington in the House and the Senate, and nobody has thought of this. Present a bill, and then the Democrats can all vote against it, right? And prove that they're not on our side. Uh, Matthew, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthew, thank you very much for the call. Uh, God bless. Have a great American weekend. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. You know, the left is so mental that, uh, you know, I, I like to say frequently because it's true, they use the words, but they don't know what they mean. Now, if you call in today, you're going to find Jane on the phones today. She's wearing a beret, wearing a beret. And she passed along talking about this uh, all black audiences in, in London at the theater. And uh, no, you have to identify as black, whatever the hell that means. But uh, you come in and they say, well, this is diversity. And uh, as Jane correctly points out, an all black audience is not diverse. It's the opposite of diverse. They use the words, but they don't know what they mean. Oh, this is in the name of diversity. We're going to have all white people in the name of diversity. 
See, that doesn't work. That would be racist. But if you have all black people and say it's in the name of diversity and you're a leftist, then that makes sense to your broken, addled brain. Just extraordinary. So you've got uh, all black, and that's diverse. Uh, All Hispanic, that's diverse. All white is racist. They're mental. They really are. Just extraordinary. And uh, Seton Motley, Seton said, (laughs) said, you know, uh, the... (laughs) I was. I mentioned the Hamilton, the play Hamilton, which I have not seen and don't intend to see, and it, it's an absurdity. But you know the the uh, Google AI, where you ask for uh, like a picture of a shoplifter, and they show you white women who look like they make uh, five hundred thousand dollars a year, and uh, they got uh, three hundred dollar haircuts, you know, and they're and they're shoplifting, right? And you ask for anything crime, and and it's white people, crime related, and it's white people only. Google AI, and then you ask. Uh, to see a family, show me a picture of a family, and it's, you know, the Huxtables or whatever. It's just not really the Huxtables, but it's because, you know, prison and all that stuff, but, <laughs> you know, drugging and raping. But uh, setting that aside, uh, and they, you know, because they racialize their Google AI because lefties in California run it, right? Uh, but Seen said, you know, I think Google AI was in charge of casting uh, for the play Hamilton. They said, hey, we're doing a play about the founding fathers of the United States of America. Let's ask Google AI what they would do. And that's how they had the cast of Hamilton uh, come forward, right? Because that's uh, Google AI. They uh, racialize everything because they're, what is the word, Jeff? Uh, Racists, because they're racists. They love to go around yelling about racism. They are really the only racists, certainly the leading racists in the discussion, and they call themselves liberals. Extraordinary, extraordinary stuff. All right, we've got uh, President Trump's trip to the border yesterday and Joe Biden's trip to the border and a couple of Democrat members of the House who are apparently communists, communist-loving communists, and their communist trip to communist Cuba. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.